Screaming Chewy Show, your source of entertainment and overall fuckery. And it starts now. Exciting episode of Screaming Chewy Show, and I'd like to welcome a special guest, voice actor, amazing, hilarious man, Sam Quashman. Hey, Sam, how you doing today? Oh boy, I'm a good guy. I'm a Man, that voice sounds familiar, right? Eh? Yeah. Well, I'm the voice of Little Quacker for Tom and Jerry cartoons, and I used to be the voice of Donald Duck at Disney back in the day with records and toys. And uh, so I did a lot of that. And, uh, you know, it's been great. We're in our sixth season of Tom and Jerry. So I'm a baby duck. And he sounds like this. Oh, you're the baba. I'm the baba. Oh, boy. And, of course, Donald, he's any little thing will set him off. You know, he'll be like. (laughs) That brings back so much nostalgia right there. Yeah, I enjoy doing him. Uh, I, I like to do supercalifragilisticexpialidocious in that voice. It's, uh, you know, it's fun to do. How's that? That's some <laughs> talent right there. <laughs> well, I guess talent is, uh, is subjective. So, but thanks. I appreciate it. And um, what, what got you into voice acting? You won't believe this. When I started my career, I was a serious song and dance man. Sing, dance, act. That was my thing. I did musicals, and I was 19, and I auditioned as a dancer for a show called Disney on Parade. You see it today as Disney on Ice. So what they skated, we used to run. So we used to call ourselves Holiday on Wood. It was hilarious. (laughs) So what you see, like the ice shows, Disney on Ice, back in the day, it was a dance show. And I was an original cast member in a show called, this show called Disney on Parade. And I was in the original Snow White unit, choreographed by Academy Award winner, uh, Anna White, who choreographed Music Man, Bye Bye Birdie. She won the Academy Award for Oliver. And two years later, I was working for her. Well, I'm in the show as a dancer, a lead dancer. And lo and behold, at rehearsal one day, I sat down at the piano and we're on a break and did a bunch of voices. One was Donald Duck. And they went, you're the voice of Donald Duck for the show. We need you to do it live 10 to 14 shows a week. So I was with the show for a year and a half. And then every uh, unit after that, I would go and do the next unit and the next unit and the next unit. 
and uh, do the voice of Donald Duck. And I did it live and I did shows back then called What's My Line and radio programs like this, radio shows, you know, where I'd advertise the Disney show. And uh, so that got me started. Then I went over to the studio and I was still dancing. I danced in the movie Mame with Lucille Ball. And I did Hello Dolly and I did uh, The Music Man. I did all these musicals in Summer Stock. And then I did At Long Last Love with Madeline Kahn uh, as a dancer. But I wanted to get out of dancing and I became an actor. And so you can see me on TV shows like Family Ties, Bob Newhart, Airwolf, movies of the week back then, lots of commercials. And I was always doing Donald Duck uh, for records and toys back then. So if you have a, an album called, let's see, oh, I have one right here. Wow, what a coincidence. <laughs> totally mini. If you have this album, I'm the voice of Donald Duck on this, on this, uh, this album, this record. And I did toys like the talking animated audio animatronic Mickey Mouse doll and talking books and things like that. And then many years later, I got a call out of the blue saying, you still do a good duck? And I go, yeah, who are you? And it was the, <laughs> the, the director uh, and the uh, animator of Tom and Jerry cartoons and they needed a baby duck. And he remembered me from Disney Studios. So I just got very lucky. You're a busy guy, man. Yeah, man, I was a serious actor. I did Grant, you know, back in the day with Ed Asner. We're still friends. Ed Asner won seven Emmys, by the way. And uh, he's 90. Damn. Yeah, he's quite an actor. He's been a, uh, a great uh, mentor for me. And I did a lot of acting, straight stuff, you know, comedy, sitcoms, plays, musicals, you name it. I did everything. I could do everything except make a living. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> You're a very funny guy, man. You're a natural. Oh, well, thank you. You're not so bad yourself from what I hear. <laughs> so you must find acting real easy, right? Was it easy, like, from the start? No. I mean, it's a natural, I have a natural, I guess, a natural gift for it. But acting is about research and, and creating the character and getting it down and, you know, getting it right, getting the right attitude, point of view, attitude. And then the material, you know, uh, I took a class once. I studied with everybody. Trust me, <laughs> I studied <laughs> acting with eight. I went to the Beverly Hills Playhouse, Stella Adler, the UCLA MFA acting workshop. I wanted a career as an actor. So I studied. And what you learn is to break down a script and you learn to break down every line that you do. And it's what you don't say that carries more weight than what you do say as an actor. Now I'm teaching. I'm sorry. Oh we man, I love it. <laughs> so, uh, but that's basically what it is. I mean, it, I don't want to get too dull and boring here, but uh, you know, I am still dancing professionally. You know, I am the male stripper at the Jewish home for the aged here <laughs> in Reseda, California. So it's a great job. You come back the next day, they think you're the new guy. <laughs> always fun. Always something new every day, huh? Oh, tough. Instead of dollar bills in your Speedo, they drop quarters. <laughs> I mean, after 20 quarters, come on, you're dragging your Speedo on the ground. It doesn't look good. So how are you dealing with the coin shortage? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm doing well. I got a lot of coins. I just haven't turned them in. <laughs> I'm overwhelmed. I'm up to here in coins. So. <laughs> Swimming in it. <laughs> I'm swimming in coins. 
I get enough quarters to last me. Uh, I can get to a parking meter and stay there all for months at a time. <laughs> That's what I can do. So where are you at in Tucson there? Uh, right here. Uh, I'm on the south side of Tucson, Arizona. Uh, it's pretty cool today. It's like 95 maybe, so it's not so bad. <laughs> oh, that's good. We're in, I think, where, where are we? We're 89 degrees here, so that's not too bad. It's nice here. It's pleasant. You know, it's a dry heat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's my career, but, you know, <laughs> it's another problem. Man, you, you're a busy guy. So you did Donald Duck for 17 years? Over a 17-year period, yeah. Uh, but back then, they didn't do any cartoons, just records and toys and, and commercials and things like that. And uh, so when they hired three new guys, they took all three of us out, Mickey, Donald, and Goofy brought in three new guys. And that was it. They wanted one person for every voice. So who knows? So that's what happened. Oh, wow. And then I went off to be the actor that I always wanted to be. So there you go. Living the dream. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, who knew that it would come back like this 25 years after I stopped doing Donald Duck? So now I'm a little quacker, and uh, we go to the Annie Awards. We were nominated last year for Best Children's TV Series. So that's pretty good, you know? Wow. Yeah, we always get nominated for Best uh, Music. I don't know why, but it's pretty good music, i got to tell you. I, think I, I love Tom and Jerry. That Oh, man. I love it. I grew up watching that. And it's still funny to this day. <clears throat> funny. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Uh, and the people I work with are phenomenal. Phenomenal. I have Gray Delisle is on it. And um, Steve Stanton, who you hear on uh, these um, Star Wars uh, cartoons, you know. And Rick Zeep, who's the voice of Spike. And he's just terrific. Wow, these guys are, you know, you learn from the best. It's always great. Carrie Walgren's on it. It's a uh, it's a lot of fun. Damn. And um, so you do uh, you're doing um, was it ten or fourteen shows a week? Well, for Disney on Parade, I did that duck and dance ten to fourteen shows a week, and it was a two and a half hour show. Oh my One god! One dance number is twenty minutes long. Oh, and my best partner was a guy named Patrick Swayze. He and I what? started out together in the Disney On Parade show. It was our first professional job. Only he was Prince Charming in Snow White, and I was the lead alligator in Fantasia. <laughs> Go figure. Why? I don't get it. Why would they, you know, why would they pick him over me? I don't get it. <laughs> Not fair, man. <laughs> Not fair. I mean, you only had to do four turns, four pirouettes. I could do six, seven, you know. So... <laughs> And he was a great guy, really good guy. I miss him. He's terrific. So, oh, well, we don't want to go that down that route. So <laughs> anyway, so I'm doing that. And uh, I work on a show called uh, Letters from a Nut, which is on Amazon Prime, produced by Jerry Seinfeld. So I, I did that, and it's on Amazon. You can see it. I play a clown called Pagliacci. And it's based on the books, Letters from a Nut. Do you ever hear of it? No. Terrific, terrific books. They're hilarious. Barry Martyr wrote them and he stars in the movie and he writes real letters, funny letters to corporations. And they don't know if he's some kind of nut or the company's testing them. So <laughs> it's very funny. So they're he'll legit write, letters. Yeah. He'll write to a hotel and go, you know, look, I'm allergic to your ice maker. I need to bring my own ice maker. 
And I write back and say, oh, absolutely. Any way we can accommodate you? Sure. He writes back and says, yes, thank you for accommodating me, whatever. Listen, the thing weighs 2,000 pounds. I'll need a forklift to get it into the room. <laughs> and I don't know what to do. Yeah, so things like that. Like one of the funniest was where he wrote to Nordstrom's because he's walking by. He says, I'm walking by Nordstrom's and in the window is a sports, is a male mannequin with a sports jacket on and he looks really good and he reminds me of my neighbor's dead husband so i'd like to get this mannequin and get her some comfort so she can sleep with this mannequin. and they literally write him back that's the genius and barry's a fantastic uh, comedy writer he wrote uh, uh letters from a nut he wrote on the b movie he's seinfeld's head writer so we've been friends for a long time. It's a terrific show. So oh my god! Letters from a Nut on Amazon Prime. If you want to watch it. Oh, I definitely got to check that out. Yeah. So you worked then, with uh, Jerry Seinfeld? Yeah, I did comedians and cars. Getting coffee. I was his product placement guy. So uh, that's before he moved to Netflix. So when I was on uh, Hulu with him, and then he didn't need a a. Uh, uh, you know, a product placement guy anymore. He didn't need an advertiser because Netflix just bought everything. And that was it. So he didn't have to deal with a, a sponsor. But he's a great guy. I used, I used to watch that show. Um, uh, you have a coffee with him, right? And go for a drive and just like uh, interview, right? That's right. Yeah. Wow. So, um, yeah. So we did some funny stuff with Jerry. He's a very nice guy. Very, very nice to work with. Easy to work with. And uh, I grew up watching Seinfeld as well because I, I, as a kid, I didn't have cable and they just rerun all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a great show. I mean, he's just great, great at what he does. He's a great, he's the number one stand up in the country. So, man, I definitely got to check that movie. out. Yeah. Well, they're doing a, not to get off the subject, but they're doing a Tom and Jerry movie which what? is a hybrid yeah it's a live action and hybrid i'm not in it so that's as far as i'm gonna go oh <laughs> man what the hell <laughs> well it's supposed to come out i think end of this year or next year and it's a hybrid movie with uh, live action and animation with tom and jerry so i don't know what they're doing with it but so, sounds like the new lion king sort of yeah 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 but it's it's real people and tom and jerry is animated so that's all I know about it. Damn, so. man. So Quackers is not going to be in there? No, no. So I don't know. Maybe they got somebody to do it. I doubt it. You know, uh, whatever. We just keep moving. Right? <laughs> <On one top. laughs> hey, you keep kicking ass, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I did, I did my share of drama and, and comedy and stand-up. I still do stand-up. I work at the Laugh Factory in Vegas. So I, we canceled because of the, what's going on, but, uh, you know, I'll get back there eventually. So oh, I learned to do everything. I would love to see your stand up, man. You're a hilarious person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wrote some pretty good jokes. Uh, you know, you, you gotta learn to do everything, write, sing, dance, or, or if you have a niche where you do one thing and you do it really well and it catches on, like you have one character. I think that that works for a lot of actors. They have that one character and they do it all the time. But me, unfortunately, I can do everything. So, <laughs> or I did everything. 
and really? uh, they don't know what to do with you because you can do all these different things and they really look for a guy who has a niche so if you play a an angry guy that cusses everybody out you know that's your character so wow there you go. yeah well you're the jack of all trades i mean you did drama and comedy i mean just like yeah. that well i was told as an actor you should learn to do everything you know so i became, i learned ventriloquism what I, yeah, I'm on the Bob Newhart show and Family Ties as a ventriloquist who believes the dummy's real and wants to go out on his own as a star. <laughs> <laughs> and Conan O'Brien credits that episode that I did with Bob Newhart. He was a psychiatrist back then. And I go for him for therapy because I believe the dummy wants to leave my act and go out on his own as a star. So as Emmy nominated the episode, I got a uh, deal to be a semi-regular on the series. Bob quit, so that was the end of that. So welcome to showbiz. But Conan O'Brien, I guess, saw it when he was 10 years old and said it got him into comedy. He thought that was hilarious. And he interviewed Bob Newhart, who's now 90, recently. And Bob said it was his favorite episode. And that's Conan's favorite episode. So you should see it. It's on my website, samk3000, S-A-M-K-A-Y, 3000.com. So if you go there, you can see the Bob Newhart Show, Family Ties, Airwolf, Movies of the Week that I did commercials, Little Quacker, Donald Duck. Oh, we did Robot Chicken. I did Robot Chicken. You ever oh watch Robot Chicken? I absolutely love Robot Chicken, man. Oh, my God. Am I talking too much? <laughs> no, no. I love this, man. This... So we Robot Chicken, we did Mickey and Donald at a bar picking up chicks. That was very funny. <laughs> very funny. My favorite. Really? Yeah, you should see it. You should see it. And is that on your website as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that one. And awesome. then we did one where I was a narrator for a Mad Max episode where these families in, a, in an SUV trying to escape the holidays. The holidays are chasing them. And they're trying to get away from all the holidays. So I was the narrator on that. We did a bunch of other episodes. So it's a lot of fun. And you meet the most talented people. I mean, you know, Seth Green's phenomenal. Just phenomenal. He can act. He can write. He can direct. What a great guy. Great guy. Fortunate to work with these people. And you always want to work with people who are better than you. Because it makes you better. So, uh, end of the story. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Working with Seth Green. Wow, man. Yeah, he was great. So, any other questions? Uh, no, man. I mean, I'm pretty just blown away of everything you've done. Wow. Well, thanks. Thanks. And so, you've, as a kid, you've always wanted to do acting? Yeah, it, it's really funny. I was eight years old, and the teachers told my parents all this kid does is run around dancing and uh, uh, doing cartoon voices and acting. So, why don't you put them in an acting school? So, they did one of these baton twirling Hawaiian, you know, tap dance places. And I was good. I was good at it. So, you know, and uh, so that's what started it. And uh, the idea I was told was, as an actor, you should learn a lot. Like, I was watching Emily Blunt the other day. You know, Emily Blunt, Mary mm -hmm. Poppins. Well, she's the star of a movie called Sicario. You ever see that? 
What? I didn't know she was in that. She is the female lead. Oh now, to go God. from Sicario to Mary Poppins. See what I mean? It's called range. Of course, one of my favorites, aside from Ed Asner, is Michael Keaton, who I think is one of the greatest American actors we have. He should have won the Academy Award for Birdman, Clean and Sober. Look at his versatility. Look at the range. You know, there's a lot of actors like that who just have an enormous range. And it's dedicating themselves to their craft. And I work with Michael at uh, the Comedy Store, and he was just a natural. He was funny. He could have been a headliner in stand-up. Could do anything. Guy's fantastic. You know, I don't know if he'll hear this podcast, but <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I'm so talking about everybody. Talking about everybody but me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great, man. I mean, uh, you work with all these amazing people, and um, you know, like you were saying, uh, that talent, that range, that's some talent right there. Like, I had no idea she was. She was in that yeah. movie, Sicario. I seen that movie, and I had no idea that was her. <laughs> and that is a phenomenal movie. And, it, you know, Del Toro steals that film, I mean, because it's not what he says. It's what he doesn't say. His able ability to communicate with you beyond the words. I mean, a lot of it is him thinking, and you know what he's thinking, and you know what he's feeling. And you know what he's going to say. So, I mean, when you watch the film, you see he has more to say without saying anything. And that's the key to great acting. It's what you don't say that communicates. You're sitting there watching this guy think and uh, communicate with you. And uh, that's great actors. I mean, there, there's a bunch of them. I... I haven't mentioned every single one. I apologize to them because <laughs> there's a lot of them. Very wise words. Anybody listening right now? It's what you don't say. I love that. Yeah, it's what's underneath the words. It's the emotional impact. And I don't know why I'm teaching, but uh, and I always study. You always study. I take improv classes still uh, up until recently, and uh, acting lessons, dancing lessons. I try to keep everything up. And the key is, is study, you know, you have to, it's like a craft, you know, like somebody who builds furniture or woodworks or cabinets. If you stop, you lose your, your, uh, you know, your edge. Know what I mean? Just, just name, name a profession where if you play the piano and you stop for a year, you does, you're going to lose your, your, uh, your level of quality, you know, your, the level that you reached. So you want to try and stay on top of your craft. I mean, I was at the Beverly Hills Playhouse several years ago, and every name actor was there. Big actors came in to study. Wow. And now you could help with scene study uh, or help in a scene in a movie. Why? Because you need that constant, constant, you know, work. You need to work. It's a craft. So, does that help? <laughs> oh, yeah, big time. You know, because I, I thought, you know, once you had it down, you just, you know, I, I didn't realize people still keep practicing after all of these years. Sure, sure. You, you know, Barbara Streisand is not going to sing the way she sang 20 years ago unless she practices. You have to keep your chops up. 
it's like baseball or football. You know, you stop boxing for uh, six months to a year. What happens? You atrophy. You you lose your your edge. You lose your quality. You're, you lose that high level of work that you were at. So, so the so work never stops. <laughs> it should not stop. And if you love your craft, it's not work, right? If you love what you do, if it's your passion, I mean, if you love delivering pizza, and that's your passion, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Hey, for real, Once right? you stop, you're going to get real depressed. <laughs> I think I'd have trouble being a pizza del delivery guy. I'd probably eat I, a slice. <laughs> I think that's a bad example. But anyway, I thought it was funny. Right? Yeah, yeah. Wow, man. And um, great advice. And uh, can, I, can, I, can I hear Donald Duck one more time? Yeah, a little quacker and Donald Duck are pretty similar. Hello, oh boy, 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 uh, are we wrapping it up? Any other questions? Uh, nope. Hey, thank you very much for coming on the show, man. I very much appreciate it. And um, you're a hilarious, you're a hilarious guy, man. I, I love it. <laughs> All right, take it easy. All right, man. You too. You have a you have a good day. Okay. <laughs> Later. everyone thanks for tuning in and if you'd like to support this podcast you can find me at anchor.fm slash screaming chewy gmail com there'll be three options for a monthly subscription first one i believe starts at a dollar a month yo yeah dollar a month yeah and if you don't want to that's cool you can follow me on facebook and youtube screaming chewy show for some memes some more videos for episodes and behind the scenes kind of deal, right? You can follow me on Twitter, uh, Screaming Chewy. Yeah, not Screaming Chewy, so I should probably change it. But it's just Screaming Chewy. And uh, thanks for listening. Peace.